Hello and welcome to the Community Church Podcast, where we want to equip and empower people for life together with Jesus. On this podcast, we'll be talking with lots of different people from all walks of life to help us in our discipleship to Him. We hope you enjoy this episode. Did you know, I was thinking about this earlier on, Matthew, you are my favourite Matthew in the whole wide world. This is true. This is true. You're my favourite Matthew. Wow. And, and, I, and I know a few Matthews. Wow, you're certainly my top two Harry. Oh, okay. okay. I'll take that. I'll take that. <laughs> but um, it's a privilege to have you with us. Um, you have been based down in Coventry, I don't know for how long, but uh, just to kick us off as we begin this conversation, just tell us a bit about uh, the, the church in Coventry, how you got started there, and uh, what kind of life is like there? Sure. Uh, so City Church Coventry was planted out from Living Rock Church uh, about 11 years ago now. Um, but the beginnings of the church uh, here start in uh, 2003 when uh, my wife Ruth and I uh, and our then three and a half children uh, moved from Hinckley in Leicestershire to Coventry um, on on a word actually that had come to uh, had come to the church about making your boundary lines your starting places and, uh, and and we felt in that that God was telling us to go to one of the boundary lines of what was the church and make that a starting place so we moved um, not really with much of a clear and coherent plan uh, just wanting to be obedient to what God was saying and um, uh, that, that we kind of formed a, like a, just a life group and then a congregation within Living Rock Church. And then as that grew at the end of uh, 2009, uh, we were planted out as a separate congregation. At that point, I don't know, we'd have probably been, um, I don't know, about 35, 40 people mm-hmm. plus kids. Uh, and... Um, yeah, since then, uh, God has been good. We've grown to about 70, 75 adults. Excellent. Uh, about another 25, 30 or so children, maybe a few more now. They keep popping out. And, <laughs> um, uh, and yeah, so um, and um, uh, I'm one of the elders. The other elder we have here is Paul Sheffield. Uh, Paul and Pat moved down from Wakefield a number of years ago and uh by by popular acclaim if not demand from the congregation uh paul came into eldership (laughs) uh, not not long after they moved Uh, it wasn't again wasn't really their intention in coming for paul to do that but but that was definitely uh uh i think in in the plan and purpose of god so it's it's fantastic having them alongside us as well um so yeah so that that's us Uh, a relatively relatively young congregation um i'm consistently in the oldest 10 percent of the church <laughs> and uh, and uh, unless we see a revival in in uh, among among kind of older people i, I guess that's only going to become more and more true uh, as i get older and older uh, but we've got some <laughs> great families uh, some great young people some students and uh, yeah it's, it's a, a good mix and a, and a great kind of family to be part of brilliant brilliant 
Um, so how has it been just during the whole coronavirus pandemic going into lockdown? Because you guys, you, you rent a building, don't you? So I guess that's presented challenges in itself in, in having the fluidity of location and all that kind of stuff. But but what what kind of what has it been like for the church just going into lockdown and uh, all that? Yeah, yeah, you're right. We just rent a place on a Sunday morning. So um, obviously at the beginning of lockdown, every every uh, every church had to take everything online. We, we did that um, uh, quite, quite uh, quick quickly it seems we got into a routine with it quite quickly our kind of policy and how we managed that was to try and uh to try and keep things as live and as connected as possible so we've not done much pre-recording with our meetings we try and meet live um Mm -hmm. and we've kind of felt our way through through that uh but that's been one of the things that i think has helped us feel like things still connected um like everyone else kind of life groups went on to zoom and um uh, the most fun group times are when Zoom plays up. I find that's the, uh, <laughs> yeah, well, you, you know you, you you turn up and the name the name that's underneath people has been messed around and altered by their kids and the parents <laughs> don't know how to change it. Um, so that's uh, that's always enjoyable. And then of course as things opened up, people were able to meet. We did some kind of uh, meetings in sixes in gardens through the summer. We yeah. had one week of trying to get our life groups to meet in 12s back in the place we would normally meet on Sunday mornings, but doing it midweek. And we have one week of that in September before the restrictions tightened up again. <laughs> and, um, and we realized that wasn't gonna work. So um, what, we're, what, we're, and what we're doing right now, God spoke to us actually, I've been, it's been really funny, uh, funny. Well, yeah, it is funny. Looking back at some of the prophetic words we had as a church at the beginning of the year, and thinking in January, we had no idea what the context was going to be of 2020, but actually how true those words have proved to be. Mm, and, great. and one of those words, uh, well, there was one word about God saying he wanted to teach us a new normal of life in the spirit that we would learn in the secret place. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Excellent. Um, and another one was that God was saying, I'm, uh, I'm sending you out two by two. And just in the last few weeks where... Um, it's been more and more difficult. We went into tier two a couple of weeks ago here. Um, and uh, so suddenly you you um, you couldn't meet anyone indoors. And so we were encouraging people, you know, get together just two at a time and go for a walk. And the, the yeah. kind of the, there's a spiritual strength, I think, in the idea of walking together. When you look in the scripture, mm. you know, Amos talks about to two walk together unless they agree. There's something kind of covenantal and and, yes. and about, you know that agreement and, and journeying together um, when you do that and so we've been encouraging people to do that and um, uh, and then this Sunday just gone David Lyon was preaching here and one of the points he brought out was about joining together and being to, alongside one another and, uh, and, and, and with the, the new lockdown that comes in tomorrow, the only thing you can do now in terms of meeting up with other people is one-on-one meeting two people in a park or somewhere. Yes. And this time of the year, you know, you're not going to sit on a bench, are you? You're going to, you're going to walk. <laughs> uh, and so it's, but, um, you know, so we're, we're, we love being together and we're trying to find as many ways as possible. Well, it only seems like there's one way physically at the moment to, to catch yeah. up, but, um, but, but folk have done well with that. There's been, you know, there's been lots of challenges, the same challenges everyone's had. I think I think it's helpful for all of us just to admit, you know, we've 
none of us have been in this situation before. Um, mm. You can't expect just to breeze through it unaffected. Um, it'll affect different people in different ways. Yeah. And, um, uh, you know, not to not to dwell too much on on that or 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 more importantly not to not to try and deny the impact it's having on our lives mm -hmm. yeah. but look to find the grace of god towards us um, mm -hmm. in new ways i mean it's, it's some of the, one of the things i've said to our folks many times is that there's no there's no lack of god's grace and none of the restrictions of, of closed heaven mm -hmm. uh, but it's it's you know it's down to us to find some of those new channels for receiving the grace of God. Yeah, yes. Uh, I think it's actually been a really positive thing how much people have missed being together. Yeah. It, yeah, it for shows sure. it shows the real value and the real spiritual dynamic mm. in some of those things that can just become part of everyday life as a believer. And then when you take them away, you suddenly realize it's oh, it's not just a psychological thing, it's not just an emotional thing. This, this is something this is how god ministers to us yeah um and, and we're missing something important but you know um it's still possible to, to receive all that he has for us yeah and so i think i think we're learning new ways and most of those old ways will come back as well so in a sense we're going to be enriched by by the whole by the whole situation i believe yeah amen amen now, you you have um quite uh uh, strong connections with um, folks over in India and, and Kingdom Advance and church planting over there. What what's life been like for those guys in lockdown? Uh, I mean, it's it's kind of like a double double whammy where they're persecuted by the government and also in lockdown. Uh, how have, have you had any info and contact with those guys, and how's it been for them? Yeah, um, absolutely. So uh, the. I mean, the Indian government imposed a very tight lockdown with virtually no notice, which which caused yeah. a lot of um, uh, a, a lot of difficulty, not just for the churches, but for everyone. Um, yeah. uh, and they then eased it whilst the numbers were still going up. Um, but that that seemed to be quite essential. And at the point that it was eased, then the churches kind of swung back into action in terms of you know, meeting the needs of their communities and um, uh, just generally being, you know, being the uh, the hands and feet of Jesus to those around mm -hmm. them, which was which was fantastic to see. Um, the um, one of the things uh, one of the things in India, particularly in the rural parts, uh, many of the churches there literally have a storehouse where they receive the tithes oh, wow. uh, because the tithes come as produce. Wow. Um, because there's a lot of people are farmers. Mm -hmm. And so um, uh, the, the churches are very uh, well prepared to meet those kind of immediate uh, material needs, which is great. And so yeah, a lot of good. that, as soon as they were allowed to be kind of back on the streets and doing stuff, they were they, they were doing that. Um, and uh, the, the, there are restrictions there now. Um, and um, the, they're allowed to travel, I believe. They're allowed to travel within the state and they can... The churches can meet again, but in reduced numbers and that kind of stuff. So, um, uh, so I, I think it's it's a challenging time for all kinds of for all kinds of reasons. But um, also hearing you know lots of reports of people coming to Christ and being baptized, yeah. and you know the gospel is still being preached, and uh, and the kingdom is still being being extended. But yeah, pray for 
our brothers and sisters there that uh, just that God provides all that they need to continue with their zealous pursuit of his uh, of his kingdom yeah you i was uh, i met up with you a few weeks ago now wasn't it yeah. and you were just talking about a prophetic word that you um that you wrote to the guys over in india Could you just uh, tell us about that because that was pretty yeah cool. it's another it's another one of these where it's one of the things i'm learning in in this time is is the importance of the purity of the word and to hold the context quite lightly um, because I was due to go there in February and because of just some uh, fresh opposition from the authorities there we, we decided it wasn't wise for me to travel and so I, um, I, I just sent out an encouragement and a, and a word about um, and, and particularly about a timing and, and I said you know God's talking about an 18 month period where you're going to you're going to face some restriction but don't worry because um there's going to be an increase of um, angelic activity during the same time and and it's going to be for this you know period of time and um uh, and, and in my mind the whole context of that was uh was kind of opposition from the authorities and if, and you know no, I think I, I probably somewhere on the news by that time, kind of Wuhan was beginning to feature, yeah, yeah. but it just <clears throat> did, in my mind, it didn't have anything to do with that at all. Um, and, uh, you know, and, and then you kind of a couple of months in, you suddenly, th I suddenly think, wow, well, that, that wasn't the, that wasn't the restriction that I anticipated, yes. but how, how gracious of God and how, wonderful of the holy spirit to 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 give a, an encouragement like that yeah. yes. um for people fake who are about to face a context that none of us anticipated mm. but but god did yeah. there's a similar thing in the city of coventry here in the month of june the churches in coventry prayer walked every street in the city wow over a thousand people were involved that's wonderful and that had been in planning for about 15 months in fact, the last in-person meeting I went to before the lockdown, uh, two days before the lockdown was introduced in March, was a church leaders, um, well, not even planning meeting. It was really just the, the, the kind of unveiling of how it was all going to work and all, the, all that kind of stuff. Um, and, uh, you know, and then at that point, and if you think, you know, March, April, May, everything was completely shut down, wasn't it? yeah and and you suddenly realize that the holy spirit has prepared churches hundreds of churches across the city of coventry to get out on the streets and to do one of the few things we were allowed to do because it just came at the point where you were then allowed to do i think unlimited outdoor exercise right okay <laughs> okay um just in time for hundreds of people to walk the streets of the city and pray for the city yeah and, and you think if we'd have known this was coming that would probably have been the one activity we could have planned. <laughs> yeah. we, didn't, we didn't know it was coming, and yet the Holy Spirit <laughs> had, had had led uh, a group of people, put it on their heart, formed this project, and uh, yeah, it was. I mean, just fantastic, you know. And, and I just, it's it's really. Um, I, I've not kind of processed all of of what it means yet, or the implications for it, but it gives me a a, a real desire that when I hear a prophetic word to not 
quick, not be quick to rush to think I know the context and the application of it. Very good. Um, because I've, I've experienced some really significant ways this year in both words that I've um, heard to the church, words I've brought to other people, and that kind of whole activity of prayer walking where you think, we didn't have a clue of the context, but God completely had this in mind. Mm. And those things all came came to pass and happened and we were able to uh make the most of those opportunities because of obedience to the word and um yeah so I, I'm, I'm it's really kind of given me a, a sense of when i hear the prophetic word now i want to be slow to assume, assume i know the context and be be um yeah be very kind of single-minded and pure-hearted about how do we respond to that word yeah um yeah so that's uh and and of course what it also tells us is god knows what's happening he's in control good news it's all in his hands uh and I, the, the sovereignty of god is is a a, a wonderful and mysterious thing that yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm i'm sure none of us have, have completely bottomed out but but so many experiences this year of just that you can say god is he's over all of this and he's under all of this and he's holding us and and we're in his care and and he's not being thrown off guard by any of the things that are happening amen. in fact he's gone ahead and he's made provision amen amen and uh, that gives me that gives me a great security in uh you know in some very very uncertain times yeah that's great i love how um uh, i mean your prophetic gifting is renowned matthew and I love how God comes in this particular season and uh, just pushes his finger on something and says, yep, <laughs> you need to kind of deconstruct the way that you're thinking and mm. uh, to rebuild in a in a more productive and in a really powerful way. And uh, it's fantastic to to see that. So uh, thank you for sharing that. I really like it. Church family, um, finding pressures and tensions and challenges and joys. But uh, how have you been forging that connection apart from obviously the the walking of you uh, you're, you're broken down like many of us into connect group life groups whatever we call them um how how, how is that going for you Matthew? um I, I mean i've i've got to say dave it's quite mixed i mean i personally i don't mind i i quite enjoy a video meeting during the daytime <laughs> but in the evening and <laughs> concentrate i find that very difficult so i for, for me it, it it i love being with people and and i love the interaction um but actually it's quite an effort and um i i think one of the things we found at the beginning of lockdown where everyone was locked down and there wasn't very much else to do we were doing we were doing a half hour prayer meeting every morning and every evening for several wow. months at the beginning and people were turning up and we did it just really to so that there was always an opportunity for people to get together and um but as um as you've probably discovered as well there's such a variety in how demanding or a lack of demand people have had on their time you know some people get furloughed and have no you know a, a, someone without any kids who gets furloughed is really you know <laughs> yeah. struggling for something to do somebody who's told to work from home and teach their four children from home at the same time absolutely yeah <laughs> has, has not got a minute to spare um so it's 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 been a bit hit and miss in terms of how that's worked and i think but what i'm grateful for is that people have been they've obviously been very eager to find ways of getting together and so again one of the things that i've felt is is not to 
um, not to assume that if people aren't regularly making a life group Zoom meeting, it means that they're not spending time with one another. People are finding ways and they're finding uh, things to do that. One, one of the things we, um, one of the things we, like I talked about our Sundays, we've tried to kind of, in a sense, replicate what we would normally do on a Sunday uh, as much as possible, as close as possible. One of the things we've done is that before um, the live stream goes out, at uh, 10 o'clock or, or just before 10 o'clock, we do um, communion via Zoom. And that's, yeah. that's been a great opportunity to hear different voices. We try and get a different couple or individual to do it each week. And then we've used breakout rooms in a kind of random way to replicate what normally would happen when we meet on a Sunday morning. We start with tea and coffee and people just, you just kind of end up chatting to whoever you're standing next to or whoever arrives at the same time as you. And, and that's been really, that's been a really great way of just um, catching up with people that you, you probably wouldn't have picked the phone up to call because they're mm -hmm. not in your, you know, your normal kind of circle of, of friends, or maybe they're a completely different life stage or live in a very different part of the city or something. Uh, but you're there and, and you just have kind of 10, 15 minutes just to kind of catch up, yeah. uh, find out how people are doing, maybe take opportunity to pray together. Um, so, so I think, um, it's been it's been encouraging that um uh that I, I it's i've not felt like we have to organize everything that's not what the church is like you know the church is a the church is a body and the body's finding one another and connecting in in, in ways that that work for them so uh yeah so so there's that's that's been uh, that's been encouraging really i think that um we've got to take account it's good what you say but sometimes by the evening people are just well, they're zoomed out for some yeah. because, as you say, there are people working at home, and sometimes they've got many meetings on Zoom or Teams or yeah. other such platforms are available, yeah. and um, and they just they just the, the last thing they want to do is sit there for another forty minutes or an hour looking at a screen because they've been yeah. doing that all the time. And yet, um, I think our experience has been that people are trying to forge connection and they find creative ways. We've got a wonderful couple who. Have probably fed over this time the whole church with cakes at some point or other. Several times. Fantastic. Yeah, they, they, they've just, uh, I think they were actually probably hoarding all the flour. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it is great. That, and the technology, um, it is an asset to us because we were finding that there were people who weren't even able to get to our connect groups, as we call them, our, our midweek breakdown of, of the larger church. And suddenly they were present and able to make contact maybe mm. because they had kids or a non-christian partner and it's that element isn't it that suddenly technology is our friend um i mean we we've just had um an elderly gentleman dave foreman great man go home to be with the lord and you yourself suffering loss of of, of tony going to be with with, with, with god dying and uh, having to go through that in this current season where you've got limitations on funerals and stuff but You've had yeah. people actually technology allowing you to connect through your your celebration of your dad's life through technology, which we could never have known before. And it seems as though it's here for us, as you, you said earlier on, that we're going to go back to a lot of what we were doing and our lives will be enhanced by a lot of the other things we've taken place. So so the technology is our friend in these days and you clearly yeah. have been using it really well.
There's no question. It's just Matthew. <laughs> no, I agree with you, mate. I agree. Yeah, brilliant. Um, you mentioned a bit about uh, some of the prophetic words that God's been bringing to you as a as a church and how you've kind mm. of responded to them. But has there been like a, an overarching kind of uh, message that God's been trying to kind of teach you guys and work you through during this during this particular time? Yeah, I would say um, uh, a lot of a lot of what we ministered from the word and felt God was saying prophetically in the early days of lockdown were really, you know, words of encouragement that spoke into that situation. Yeah. Then in the summer, I, I, I went to the Lord and I, I must I don't know whether this is because I'm a pessimist or whether this was the spirit of God within me. Um, but in the month of August, I was convinced that, that, that we weren't going to be back to anything like normal church until probably next spring. That yeah. was kind of in my thinking. And I wanted to be able to plan rather than just respond. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. And uh, the um, very simple word, really, that that I felt God speak, and this kind of came through just through prayer, through reading the scripture, through conversations with others and and really through asking the question of of what is god what does god want to achieve you know the scripture all things work together for good for those that love the lord and accord according to his purposes and nine times out of ten we apply that individually don't we uh you know we're in a difficult situation (laughs) a situation that doesn't look good but it's like well i know it's ultimately going to be for my good because god works all things together for good for those that love the lord but actually, I think there's a corporate uh, way of, of receiving that scripture as well and saying, well, what is the good that God is working for his church hmm. in this situation? And, and I felt God speak just something really, really simple. Um, and it was about strengthening. He says, you know, to say, I want to strengthen my church and hmm. I want to strengthen their roots and increase their resilience and make them more fruitful. So just, uh, you know, it's, it's such a, a well-known and a common theme that we might go back to time and time again. But the idea of strengthening roots and bearing more fruit. Mm-hmm. And the when when the, the things that would normally make us feel strong and secure are, are, are reduced or taken away, um, we know that we still have every resource we need in Christ. Yeah, yes, we do. And to get hold of those, you know, the, the Bible actually says a lot about putting down your roots and putting down your roots into the word of God, into the love of God, into the river of God. Um, so um, so we've, we've kind of taken that, that just that simple idea of, of, of God wants to strengthen us and he wants to strengthen us by increasing our dependence on him. And it's another one of those things that if our if we increase our ability to draw from uh, from God, it says about Jesus. Isaiah says about Jesus that he was like a he was like a root out of dry ground. Hmm. When Jesus came into the world, there was nothing about his environment that was favorable, yeah. and yeah. and yet he flourished. Hmm. Yes, he did. And and I believe God wants that for all of us. Hmm. And of course, the great thing is that all those other means and sources of God's grace and blessing, uh, uh, they'll come back. But if in that same time, we've increased our own resilience and our ability to draw from God, just me and Jesus, Hmm. then, you know, how, how enriching will that be? And then the, 
that to encourage people that you are fruitful god wants to use you to produce fruit for his kingdom um i honestly think that for the church at large one of the things that god wants to bring us out of this season into is that we are far more better equipped to be the church that you know that that however at whatever level you 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 um bring the church down to we we, you know we, we know the universal church and then there's kind of the tribes that we all kind of coalesce into and then there's the local congregations and then you might have your connect groups and but it's all the church hmm. and um and i i believe that one of the things that god wants to do in terms of maturing his church is, to, is for that to genuinely be the case so that actually however small you take it, you take it down to the two or three and still it's the church functioning as god intends it to be yeah, because that is a powerful thing for expansion that is a powerful Absolutely. thing for the growth of the church and the preaching of the gospel I, I believe we, you know, we need to we come through this season with a real increase in terms in terms of that of, of leadership, and I, you know, those that are prepared to say, "I can do this," I can, I, you know, the spirit of the Lord is upon me. Um, so yeah, so that so um, and so we broke that down very very kind of simply into the idea of how do we get stronger by putting down our roots, and really that's what we've been talking about, and then the idea of 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 bearing fruit and each one of us being fruitful mm-hmm. um and and really just to uh stop people and of and i and i can say this about myself as well i can think wrong about myself and think well i don't tend to be fruitful in that area my fruit comes in this area um but god doesn't limit us in that way you know and and, and and to actually actually help bring us to a point and say you know i'm going to be fruitful in every season mm. um I'm going to, I'm going to have the, I'm going to have the food that for, for whatever the need is, I'm going to have the, the leaves that are for whatever healing needs to come, you know, it's, um, and, and to kind of increase our expectation of, of how God can use us. So, yeah, so that kind of roots and fruits is the kind of prophetic theme in a sense that we're, we're pursuing at the moment. Roots and fruits. I like it. I like that, Matthew. That sounds fantastic, my friend. Listen, we are a praying church over in Southport, Matthew. So wonderful. Tell us something that we as a church family, you know, we're in covenant life with you. What could we be praying for yourself, Ruth, the family, the, the, the church down at, in Coventry? Yeah, um, I think I think for the church. Um, uh, uh, I, I would. I would love to see us leading people to Jesus and discipling them during this season. Uh, we've got a small um, online um, alpha running at the moment we'll probably do something similar uh, in the new year Um, we we want to turn quite outward through December in terms of uh, trying to reach the lost online through some uh, some videos that we want to put together and really just trying to engage the whole church in that and you know I don't I'm not sure any of us have been this way before but we, we certainly don't want to switch off to evangelism because of the restrictions. So, um, yeah, we, to, please pray for us that we find ways of making that effective, that each of us individually. Uh, Kerry Jones was with us and, at the end of last year, and he, he uh, challenged us as a church to, um, uh, to each one of us to lead someone to Christ this year. And... Um, it's getting towards the end of the year, but I would still like to see, you know, some fruit in that 
and yeah. people people responded to that and i think it's taken us a while to kind of think well how how does that work now in this situation mm-hmm. um but but we would love to see some some fruit of new birth uh coming through um i think um i think for us as a family um uh we're um we're doing well we're enjoying god um we've got three boys at home all of them gainfully engaged in different activities uh which is great to have those kind of routines and rhythms um we've connie our daughter's in canada we've not seen her since last christmas Mm -hmm. and probably not going to see her for several uh more months um so uh, uh we just we just appreciate uh your prayers for um us remaining in a place of, of rest and effectiveness in all that God has for us to do, mm. um, being able to, uh, yeah, respond to, to his, his leading and his prompting. Um, I think that, that for us would be, uh, would, would be a, a great, uh, uh, a great, a great blessing. And, um, I have to say, we've not found, uh, we've not found this a tough season. God has been good and he's been gracious. Yeah. And of course it's had its challenges yes. and um, uh, there's, you know, that, 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 that goes without, without saying, but um, you know, even in, in terms of losing dad uh, in May and just the, the timing of God and the gracious uh, way that God led us through that has been wonderful. And we've been in a position to help others in, similar situations since and uh um you know so uh we're 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 doing well but we uh we 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 would uh we we would love just to know that we're um continuing to walk in his grace and uh and effectiveness in 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 whatever he has for us to do fantastic brilliant brilliant um we should we should pray now i think why not sounds good So, Father, I just want to—I want to thank you for uh, for City Church in Coventry. I thank you um, that they are a a light in a dark place. And I thank you for the words that you have spoken—words of peace, words of strengthening, words of encouragement during this time. And I pray that um, that those words that have have been spoken will come to pass and will bear fruit. And in particular, Lord, that they would see salvation in that family there that they wouldn't just see converts, but they'd see people that are, are discipled and know you and obey your commands. Father, I pray that you would um, give each and every person there those opportunities and that they would work together with the Holy yeah. Spirit and partner together with him to see your goodness make manifest in that region. I pray for, for Matthew and for Ruth and for that family there, that they would continue to abide in that place of rest, that um, that that when the enemy comes to try and disturb and to shake things up, that they would stand strong on your word and stand strong on your foundation so that they can continue to lead people in your ways. Father, I pray that that these days, this, this time of developing roots and fruits would be a catalyst for expansion within that community of people there, that they would see them as, a, as, as something that is totally different to the culture around and people go, what they have we want in our lives as well so father we lift them up before you now and pray in the mighty name of jesus amen amen amen
Thanks for listening to this episode of the Community Church Podcast. For more information about the Community Church and what they do, please visit communitychurch.org.uk. We'll see you next time.